Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Wrestle Horror. <clears throat> Greetings, viewers and listeners. I'm Meat Hook Jim. This is the Wrestle Horror Podcast. With me, as always, my co-host Donnie Hoover. Donnie, it's a new year. What's going on? How was Christmas? It definitely is a new year. Uh, Christmas was great. Um, I got a lot of cool gifts. You know, all the kids and the wife. The wife got a. She was pretty happy with the gift I got her. And and uh, but yeah, I got me a new iPhone 12 Max Pro. The with the three lenses, the three cameras. So I was pretty pumped about that. But my favorite gifts were I got a squatty potty and a bidet. And I was pretty pumped about that when I got those. <laughs> so, so uh, but yeah, a lot of cool gifts from the family. I got some new wrestle horror t-shirts and my daughter bought me a new Ohio wrestling tank top. Cause when I'm around the house, I wear tank tops all the time. And I usually wear like pink or fluorescent yellow and she got tired of looking at them. So she bought me a wrestle horror tank top. So that turned out pretty cool. And uh, yeah, like I said, all the kids, they scored pretty good. So it was a, it was a good new year's good or good uh, Christmas with, with family and friends. Excellent. Uh, quiet here um no you know not not a lot of big fanfare of course we don't have a house full of people like you do Mm -hmm. um so you know i got i got some things i wanted um i got an iphone 12 i didn't get the three i didn't get the three cameras i got the two i'm not complaining nope not at all um and then i got some darth vader stuff from my daughter or my daughter's boyfriend and my daughter um, matter of fact, I've got an autographed picture of David Prowse with himself in his in his normal look, as well as Darth Vader, which she mm-hmm. got for me on the day he passed. Oh, very cool. Mm-hmm. So it's like I was speechless when I opened it on Christmas Day. I, I didn't know what to say. Right. Yeah. You know? Got a lot of sentimental value there. Yeah, it, very much so, and it is up in my my Vader shrine, which you can't see behind me because I've got my new computer. But uh, old Boney in the way. Yeah, Boney, <laughs> I got to get rid of him. I got uh, a Funko, uh, a collector's Funko Pop from my daughter's boyfriend of Darth Vader. Nice. Um, so, and I got gift cards that I've been using on Amazon to buy more Star Wars stuff. And people are going, "Wait a second, Meat Hook Jim, I thought you liked horror." Well, if you've been listening long enough, you know, I'm a big <laughs> Vader fan, but I do like horror as well. So thank you very much. Right. <laughs> <laughs> new, uh, new Year's. Uh, what was New Year's like for you? Well, it was interesting, to say the least. Um, say we uh, New Year's Eve, we had it all planned out. It was going to be you know, the wife and the, we usually have a tradition where all the kids go to my mother-in-law's for New Year's Eve. And me and the wife has uh, the, the house to ourselves, or if, or if we want to go out like a couple of years, we went out to the casino and, you know, gambled, had drinks, that kind of thing. <clears throat> but uh, uh, New Year's Eve, my daughter uh, started feeling bad. So she was showing symptoms of COVID. And uh, so we went and had her, you know, went and tested. And since she was with us, you know, me and my wife went with her, you know, we did this during the day. So New Year's Eve, you know, me and Nikki and Terry all went to get tested for COVID and my daughter tested positive and me and Terry tested negative. So we were like, okay, you know, one out of three, that's, you know, that sucks, but it's not the end of the world. 
So we, uh, you know, got her in her bedroom and quarantined her off and did everything we were supposed to do. And then, uh, but you know, she has the, her bedrooms down in the basement where the office is here. So when she had to use a restroom, you know, she'd have to come upstairs. And then when I wanted to come down the office to get work done, I'd have to come downstairs. So, you know, so we were dealing with that for this whole past week, you know, and then uh, come Thursday, I started feeling, you know, I started getting like a dry cough just every now and again. I started feeling a little tired and I was like, oh crap. I was like, here we go. So I, I told my wife and my wife could see it. She was like, yeah, you don't look right. She's like, you need to call, you know, our hotline or whatever, because we're with, you know, we have a higher state, you know, insurance or whatever, because she works there. And uh, so I called them and they said, yeah, go get retested. And it had been seven days because you can only test every seven days. So I went, it was seven days exactly. So they sent me to get retested. And uh, so I, Thursday night, I retested, got my results Friday morning and I was positive. <clears throat> so Friday, when I got my results, my other daughter and my wife had started feeling bad at that point. <laughs> so, so Terry and, and Rachel, you know, called the hotline and they said, well, you guys go get tested since he came back positive. And right. so they tested uh, yesterday morning. And by yesterday afternoon, because yesterday afternoon, I went to OSU to get the, it's called a monoclonal, something like that, but it's an antibiotic treatment that they give you through an IV drip. So I went to the, the hospital to get that done because they wanted me to do that. And then by the time I had gotten done with that, I wasn't even done with that yet. My wife texted me and said, yeah, me and Terry, the whole house is positive. <laughs> so her and Rachel both were positive. So now, the, and luckily the hurricane, our granddaughter on New Year's Eve, she was at my mother-in-law's when we found out Nikki was positive. So we just had her stay there. So she's been at my mother-in-law's ever since. Thankfully, you know, thank God for my mother-in-law to help us out with that. So you know, the granddaughter's been away from it all. So she's you know, doing good and stuff over there. So now our whole house is basically dealing with COVID and our daughter that started it, she's, you know, now past her close to her 10 days. So she's out of it, you know, she's not contagious and she's coming out of it. And now like us three are, <laughs> are dealing with it. So, you know, if like you hear me cough or, you know, if you hear me sound funny during the podcast or whatever, then that's what's going on. So, you know, but, you know, we're not going to let it hold us down. We're going to keep going. We got a lot of work to get done. We got some exciting things coming up. And uh, so we're just going to keep on moving along and and uh, go from there. Well, you know, it's funny that you mentioned COVID because it's the white elephant in the room. I mean, everybody's talking about it still. It's starting to, starting to go rampant again. And you know, it, it's affecting the business, not only the, the wrestling business, but the horror business as well. Yep. Uh, and the Halloween the Haunted House business, uh, which brings me to the fact that um, HauntCon is going to continue this year, mm -hmm. but it's going to be a virtual experience. Yeah, From, that's coming up here in a couple of weeks, right? It is. It is going to be the first haunted attraction trade show and convention of its kind. Um, it's really going to set the bar for the way things are done in the future for the foreseeable future. Mm -hmm. And I'm really excited about this haunt con for several reasons. Right. Um, the first one is they've got great education. Uh, and now you can, you can see the vendors online. Unfortunately, you can't, touch stuff but 
you still get to see the vendors because does haunted house owners this they're starting to shop for stuff now oh, haunted wow. house actors are starting to shop for stuff now uh but one of the big things about haunt con is their education and the reason i mentioned education is because something very exciting happened recently mm-hmm. uh, to us and it involves haunt con yep And since it is on the website, I think it's okay for us to tell everybody what it's about. Yeah, for sure. And uh, before I get there, I think we need to talk about the wrestle horror concept because it involves what we're doing at HauntCon. Right. Yeah. With the, with HauntCon though, one of the things I wanted to get your opinion on is how do you think the, the, one of the things beside the educational stuff is like the vendor experiences you know, all the booths and all the animatronics and all that. Um, do you think it'll still be as effective? And how 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 do you think that they're going to do it? Are they just going to, like, take a camera and just film their animatronics or show their props? Or, you know, have you – I mean, I'm sure I knew that this is a new concept for everybody involved, so it's going to be different ideas coming out of the woodwork on it. But uh, so I'm kind of excited to check that part out to see how they do that kind of stuff. Well, I believe that, you know – Depending on the vendor is what they're going to do. I mean, some vendors don't need uh, a video. Mm-hmm. Um, but prop makers, mask makers, things like that. Yes, I believe. I mean, I, I don't know. I haven't talked to anybody recently. I should reach out to Alan and see what he's going to do. Mm-hmm. Alan Hobbs, that is. Right, yeah. Um, but I'm sure you're going to see a lot of video of product, maybe even some production of product. Or um, perhaps uh, the studio where they're made. I mean, it might be an intriguing way to engage uh, potential buyers uh, more during the the, the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know that that segues into the education again. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I'm definitely interested to see how that's going to play out. Um, but yeah, like so, we had a. Uh, Philip Hernandez on the podcast a, a couple episodes ago from Haunted Attraction Network. And uh, he had talked about, you know, and stuff about the Haunt Con and we brought it up with him and, and uh, then off the air, we had got to talking and he was asking about the Russell War concept. Cause we've mentioned it, you know, a couple times here and there and ideas that we're throwing around. And, and the great thing about the Russell War idea and concept is it can go in many directions. You know, it can go into educational training. It can go into, you know, movies, it could go into book writing, storytelling, it could go into a haunted attraction, it could go into a pro wrestling event, you know, like I said, the ultimate goal that if, you know, if I'm able to dream, the ultimate goal was to have a building big enough to where one side's wrestling, the other side's a haunted attraction. And so we have Russell Horror there all in one building, you know, but so it can go in many directions. And, uh, but the Russell Horror concept we're, we're referring to now is more for, um, like haunt characters is what we're kind of leaning toward and uh you know the, the way it got developed is you know everybody knows my background with wrestling i started you know wrestling training back in 97 uh yeah i wrestled for six years or so uh stepped away for a while came back started my own promotion with my wife and uh we've been running you know the uh, new ohio wrestling since 2015 but during all that time uh, back about 11 years ago i mean i've always loved horror and all this and that back about 11 years ago um i got a call uh my buddy you know i i uh, learned about haunting and 
you know, got a lot of my training from the Newsoms. And, uh, you know, Mike Newsom used to run his own home haunt, <clears throat> excuse me. And, uh, yeah, they needed a butcher one day. So they called me up and I said, you know, yeah, I'll do it. What the heck? Let's have some fun. And, uh, you know, so I, like I started doing the butcher for him for his home haunting. And then uh, him and Keith Newsom, Anthony Newsom, uh, Greggy Newsom, they all started working with like Kelly and, and uh, Kelly Collins and all them over at Scaratorium and all that. So I started, you know, like volunteering here and there with them. So it, that's what got my uh, haunted attraction bug going. And uh, so, you know, so I had, uh, you know, the haunt bug. I had the horror bug. I had the wrestling bug. So, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk always says, find your passion, then do that. So that's what I, that's one of the things I believe. And uh, so, you know, I got an opportunity one day um, to create my own haunted trail with the, I found some people that own some land and uh, it was Kickmaster foot golf and they had a foot golf soccer, you know, soccer golf course. It's basically a golf course for soccer. And uh, they had a bunch of woods along the side and the back and they wanted to create like a, a little Halloween thing to scare people. So we threw ideas back and forth and we decided to, try or take our chance at throwing, you know, creating a whole full-blown haunted attraction, a haunted trail. Right. And, you know, fortunately and unfortunately, uh, Keith Newsom at the time had quit working with uh, Scaratorium because they sold the 13th floor and you know, he was going through some uh, physical and medical issues as well at the time. So I uh, sat down with him and said, Hey, you know, they want to create a haunted trail, you know, from scratch, you know, all they got's woods, you know, what do you think? And he was on board and, you know, Michael Newsom was on board, Anthony Gregg. So we just went for it. So, uh, you know, I got the opportunity to create my own haunted trail from scratch. So, you know, I did that and, uh, I learned a lot by doing that, but, um, you know, while I was out there, cause one thing I love, I love being out in the woods, you know, this, I, you know, it's like an inner peace that comes out when I'm out there and, and like all my stress goes away. And so as I'm out there in the woods and we're working and we're digging out trails and we're building scenes inside, you know, inside the woods, all this and that, <clears throat> you know, my mind starts kicking in and I'm sitting there thinking, you know, and then my pro wrestling background starts kicking in and I'm thinking about, you know, well, it'd be cool, you know, if we had this scene here, if, you know, somebody did this, you know, pro wrestling move as a haunt character, you know, added this, you know, move into their haunt character and applied it to this scene, you know, like throw them over a table or something goofy like that. And then I'd start thinking about wrestling storylines, you know, and we'd build scenes, you know, what storyline could we do here? What backstory, which is also a character development for a haunter too, you know, what backstory could we do in this scene or this character? And I started like slowly mixing wrestling and haunting together and I kept thinking about it and think about it. The more I think about it, the more ideas came about, the more it, it, it uh, dawned on me that wrestling and haunted attractions and horror are pretty much, you know, the same. There's a lot of similarities and uh, you know, a lot of similarities that we're, we're going to cover later on. But, um, you know, it started dawning on me that I, you know, I can have my cake and eat it too, you know, with the Gary Vaynerchuk philosophy of find your passion then do that you know i love wrestling i love horror i love haunting and haunted attractions you know and they're all similar in their own ways so why not you know mix it why not combine them and and create a better a better uh or not a better i should say but maybe a different version of a haunt character maybe a different version of a wrestler or a backstory and uh, so that's kind of what the wrestle horror concept is it's taking uh, we're, with this, what we're doing now, it's taking um, ideas from pro wrestling, uh, showmanship, you know, wrestling moves, 
and applying them, you know, to the haunt world. You know, how can we fit these into the haunt world to make a character seem more interesting, to make a character seem more scary, to make a character seem more violent, but safe, you know, safety is the number one thing. So, you know, that's kind of what, what the wrestle horror concept is starting to develop into for us. And I've talked to you, you know, that extensively about it and we're, we're brainstorming many ideas and, uh, but that's kind of like what the wrestle horror concept is and, and it's new. It's a, uh, and I think that's what uh, interested Philip is because nobody had ever thought of this idea before this concept and, and brought it out, you know, and for I me, mean, I'm sure somebody might've thought of it, but you know, they never really followed up with it or created something like that. And uh, so he and you know invited us to uh, present this wrestle horror concept at this year's HauntCon. And uh, I, you know, so when he asked us to do it, you know, immediately I got excited and nervous at the same time because <laughs> I'd never done anything like that before, and you know, I haven't done any kind of workshops or you know trainings or anything. And uh, so you know, I'm going to be nervous, but we're going to we're going to give it a shot and we're going to do it. So, I mean, yeah, if you want to talk a little bit about the you know, haunt con and with what we're going to be doing, the workshop and stuff, you know, you let them have it. You came up with the name of the, of the workshop. So, you know, I don't want to take all the credit. <laughs> yeah. But you came up with the wrestle horror concept. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you've been helping me develop it. So it ain't all me. <laughs> true, true. You know, it's, um, haunt con is unique in in and of itself because of the, uh, because of the extensive education that they offer. Um, and I've always enjoyed going. It's harder for me to go to HauntCon, or at least it was, because it's, it used to move around quite a bit. I mean, it's been in – I went to Pittsburgh back in 2011, and I went to New Orleans in 2018. Well, in between there, they were all over the South. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and they were supposed to be in Dallas this year, but again, thanks to COVID, they thought outside the box and, you know, when we sat down and talked to Philip and he was so interested in it, quite frankly, I was taken aback at first, not because it was a bad thing, but I mean, it was just an immediate, yes, there was no hesitation. We want you to do this. Right. Yeah. Uh, and he did his homework on us. He sat down and listened to our, our show on multiple mm-hmm. occasions. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's listened to both sides. He listens to our horror people and he listens to, you know, the wrestlers and it intrigued him enough to, to ask mm-hmm. us to do this, which, you know, I, I think it's an honor for, for a convention like this uh, and where I'm a little bit more prepared and that I've pres- I've presented actually at haunt con back in 2011 Mm-hmm. Uh, I did a class there and then I did a second class. I didn't know I was doing until my first class ended <laughs> because it apparently a presenter had not arrived and they needed to fill it. So I said, give me five minutes. I ran around and got four other cue uh, line actors that I knew. And we improvised a cue line class on the spot for an hour at AuntCon. One of those is our good friend, Jason McCollum. Uh-huh. Yeah. Another one is uh, everybody, everybody knows Tater. Yep. Uh, and then there's, uh, of course, my co-host on the Big Scary Show, Drew Badger. Uh-huh. Uh, and we had um, Jackie Apple. 
and myself. So you had a pretty stacked line up there. We did. We did. And, and actually that class went better than mine did. So <laughs> I'm not complaining at all. At least I got to get my message out twice, you know? There you go. Uh, so with that being said, Donnie and I have been working on exactly how the class is going to be because what was the name you, you picked for the class? It was really long. and Yeah, it was like how to incorporate or how to add wrestling into your haunted character and your haunted attraction or something like that. It was like about 20 words long. <laughs> and we had just gotten done. We were just wrapping up our conversation off air with Philip. And I'm sitting there and I'm looking at stuff. And all of a sudden, it just popped in my head. Wrestling with your character. And he was like, yes, that's perfect. Yep. So um, what wrestling with your character is, is it's a workshop that we're going to be doing. Um, I believe it's on noon to one on the 21st, mm -hmm. yep. which is a Thursday. Yep. January so, 21st from noon to 1 p.m. Yep. And I actually had to take time off, but well worth it. Oh, yeah. And it's not like I'm losing any money, so. Right. <laughs> well, vacation days are for. Uh, that's what vacation days are for. Absolutely. Um, yeah, again, it's for people that love haunting and pro wrestling, and they do go hand in hand quite a bit, as we discussed multiple times on our shows. Um, people might be thinking that their haunt character may become boring, you know, or, or lackluster and just doesn't feel right. And you're not scaring people like you used to. You're not getting those reactions. Mm -hmm. uh, and on the flip side, people might be thinking about ways to make uh, their characters appear more violent in a safe way. Mm -hmm. Because it, uh, as pro wrestlers, you're thinking about your partner's safety. Same goes for yourself as a haunter. You're still thinking about yourself, your safety, and the safety of your patrons while still giving a show where you try to put your, portray yourself as being scary as hell. Right. Yeah. And a lot of, a lot of uh, haunts don't really do like physical violence. I exactly. mean, they, they do a lot of showing like you'll see like body parts or a, or actor, you know, using a hatchet, chopping an arm off or something like that. But you never really see too much of like an actor and another actor interacting, like touching each other, grabbing each other and right. getting physical. So, yeah, that's an idea that intrigues me that uh you know like if you walk into a scene and you just see one actor or like an actor that's a victim and all of a sudden the the monster comes out and snatches this person up and actually like flings them or throws them or grabs them or you know does something physical you know that's going to be a shock that the customers aren't expecting because you don't see it a lot right mm -hmm. it, it definitely is and um the other things that we want to look at is you know how we could take these moves using basic pro wrestling moves and incorpor incorporate them safely with your character. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's going to be trying and, but we, but we're working on it and we've got a pretty good idea of how we're going to present this because, you know, on the, on the other side of the coin, we don't want to give away all the wrestling secrets because then right for the wrestling faithful, they're going to become disillusioned like I did at the age of 16. <laughs> <laughs> right. yep. so, yeah. um, 
So it'll but, be a work in process. You know, we'll be adding new stuff and taking stuff away. And and uh, so, like I said, this is a brand new concept, and uh, we hadn't even considered it until Philip brought it up to us just a few weeks, a couple weeks ago. So uh, this is kind of a brand new thing. We're trying to piece together real quick, and then uh, so it'll it'll grow and adapt. And you know, like I said, we'll find the stuff that works, the stuff that don't work, and we'll adjust accordingly. And and uh, it's going to turn into be a pretty good thing for sure. Right. Um, and, you know, granted, we didn't have a lot of time to work on this, but we are. Donnie, um, due to being down on the COVID, has been diligently <laughs> working on our outline oh, while, yeah. while I'm working and wearing a mask every day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and what I was doing, if I, I seem a little distracted, is I was trying to pull up a picture real quick. Um, so, Donnie, I'm going to hand it back to you for a second while I look for this. Okay. Yeah, I can just talk about the workshop and stuff and what it what it basically we're going to be providing. Right. That um, you know, kind of the we're going to start out. We're going to we're up allowing eight participants to to join us and partake in this, and uh, we're going to have a worksheet for them to where they can basically follow along. They can you know whatever their haunt character is, and then we'll try to see if we can incorporate ideas and stuff that they may or may not you know want to use to to add to their haunt character. Um, so like one, you know, one of the things we'll be doing, you know, first thing we'll do is we'll, we'll walk you through the five steps that we believe, you know, and shows how pro wrestlers and haunt actors are similar. And, you know, it kind of, you know, opens your mind to the idea of what we're talking about and it shows how they, that they're similar in what ways and how we can change it. Um, you know, then we'll go in and we'll, we'll, check out your character, see what your character's like. We'll see what we can do. Maybe add a couple basic pro wrestling moves uh, to, to your character to, and to where we can make them safely, you know, make your safe character safely appear more violent. Um, so this will take some practice and some training, obviously. So we won't be doing like, you won't be doing, you know, Frankensteiners and Hurricane Ronos off the top of tables or nothing like that. <laughs> it's gonna be, yeah. It's going to be basic wrestling moves that you can practice and, you know, without having to get, I mean, you know, if you want to like that, you know, dive deep into this, I suggest getting pro wrestling training, which is going to be on, you know, we're going to, you know, suggest that in our workshop as well. But um, just basic pro wrestling moves can be taught and pretty easy and safe. And uh, so that's the main thing. You definitely, if you're working with another actor, you, you want to make sure safety is number one priority. And you can make stuff look violent and nasty and still be safe. I've done it for years. So I know yeah, it, it can be done. Um, you know, and another thing we're going to talk about is pro wrestling showmanship. You know, showmanship is, you know, how to talk on a mic you know, how are cut promos, you know, they call it cutting promos in wrestling, but that would be the same as, you know, how you would, what, you know, a, a line you would say to your customers as they're coming through your scene, or if you're a cue line actor, you're going to be cutting promos all night long. So, you know, that's going to be a big thing. Um, showmanship also is how your body portrays the character movements, which is a big thing with haunt, you know, haunt actors as well. You know, they can scare somebody just by their body movements, which is fantastic. Um, but yeah, showmanship, you know, how to read your audience, how to read your customers, your crowd, and you know, how to react to that. Uh, yeah, just stuff that pro wrestlers do on a, on a live, you know, actors, you know, one of the things, you know, I'll just bring it up. One of the things that, that uh, is similar is that's a live action, you know, pro wrestling, you know, they film it. Yes. You know, it's on, it's all over TV. Yes. But you can't say cut and action, you know, you, you're live, you do it. If you screw up, everybody sees it, you know, you, it's the same thing with a haunt actor. If a haunt actor screws up something in a scene or in a queue line, 
ain't nothing they can do about it. You can't cut and start over. Um, so, you know, just showmanship in general, how to, how to intertwine the two, make it your character more entertaining. And then, uh, you know, like I said, we'll have the worksheet for the, you know, our eight participants. We can only take up to eight on this one. And, uh, you know, they can fill out their stuff and then we can go over with them. We'll answer questions. We'll talk to them, see if maybe we can't add a little something, even if it's one simple thing, you know, just to start with. You know, like I said, this is a new concept. We're going to be weeding out everything. And uh, so just if it's one, you know, if they get one thing out of this workshop, then it'll be worth it. I found my picture. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> so let me see if I can bring it up here. Uh, you got to let me have it. You got to enable my screen. How do I do that? Uh, uh, while he's doing that, um, the picture I have is going to show you a very good example of the look of pure and unadulterated violence while being completely safe. Um, this was actually myself uh, quite a few years back when I worked at the Dent Schoolhouse in the Queen City Slaughter Yard. I think it was 2013. Um, and Are you able to now? Um, well, I see yours. <laughs> oh, uh, all right. Let me see here. You are sharing your screen. How do I switch it to you? Uh, you have to enable it for me. Yeah, I did that part already. Oh, okay, let me try to share it. Uh, or should I stop share it and you try it? Or I'll stop share it and you try it. Okay, can you, let's see. I gotta give my computer access. God, yes. uh okay it won't let me do it so it's a it's a, it's not on your end so unfortunately we'll have to save that for another time all right <laughs> um that was a big waste of time sorry about that no it's all good like i said we're going to be winging this thing so you know, <laughs> as we develop it even the workshop is going to be <laughs> we're going to wing it we're going to you know we're going to they're going to get value out of it for sure but, uh, you know, like I said, this is completely brand new. So we're building it as we go. And, you know, we have plans later on to have a full-blown online training course on this whole concept. So that'll be available down the road once we get it created and built. Um, so, yeah, like I said, there's going to be some bumps in the road. It's brand new. Yeah, it, it's just going to be bumps in the road all over the place. Um, it's... Um, it's going to be you know, not just for us, but for everybody. I mean, you know, yeah, the whole virtual experience period. Yep. Yeah. And now I have nothing to say, so I'm going to yeah. do. This. Oh no, but yeah, I was going to say after I was just taking me a quick drink here, so I don't cough on everybody. Well, that's okay. Here, yeah. And, and, and by the way, we are practicing social distancing. Jim's about two hours away from me, so hey. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're far enough apart. <laughs> But, you know, like after this workshop's done, you know, what we're, what the goal is, is for one, you know, have people have the understanding of the wrestle horror concept. And two, you know, maybe they can have a plan of action to slowly add bits and pieces of pro wrestling to their haunt character, you know, via moves, via showmanship, you know, maybe, maybe some promo work, you know, like a lot of things, well, facial expressions, you know, we'll be talking about a lot of different things. Well, and then I, uh, let me interject for just a second. Oh, okay. Uh, first of all, I just emailed you that picture so you can share it. All right. 
<laughs> and second of all, the whole purpose, at least for me, part of the purpose for this class is to quit relying, is for to get actors to quit relying on certain props to get the scare like this. <laughs> it's a great pop scare that's way overdone. <laughs> and I know plenty of haunts that use lots of them. And I, I love the guys and I love going to the haunts. It's just my preference. <laughs> yeah. I can't say too much because I use one. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I know. That's why I put that sound in there. Right. And then if you, if, but if you keep doing it, what'll, what'll happen is you will anger the horror gods. Mm hmm. <laughs> All right. And at the end of the day, when you're on your back and they've counted the one, two, three. <laughs> yes, I'm playing with my soundboard. All right. There you go. <laughs> uh, we're just being goofy. So, you know, you know, give us a break. We're just having a little bit of fun here. Oh, yeah. Trying to stay positive here. All right. Let me see if I can get to this picture here and. So, you know, the wrestle horror concept, uh, when Donnie brought it to me, uh, I was excited. Uh, he asked for my help in, in, in starting the podcast. And um, it was the best choice I ever made. I got to, he got to work on a podcast and I got to be a ring announcer for a pro wrestling company. So and there you go. Win, win. <laughs> I was good to get in a ring, but. Got this picture up here. Let me see if I can share it here. Okay. Explain it. Okay, there it is. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Now, for those of you that are watching, as you can see, the look of pure aggression on my face, in spite of the fact that I've got a pink little piggy, mm -hmm. and the look on the girl here, and the way I'm holding her uh, dictates, and I didn't just hold her when people came by. The way I had her held like this, I would swing like that. All I'm doing is separating my arms, but it looks like I'm snapping her neck. Yeah, and, and just for people on the podcast end, it's a it's basically Jim standing uh, with a girl in front of it, in front of her, in front of him, and he's got her head with both of his hands to where he's about to snap her neck, and that's what the that's what the picture is showing. And it and it's a very very mean looking meat hook, yeah. So, mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> and that's that's kind of the wrestle horror concept, you know, because they've done that move in wrestling before, where they've done the neck snap, and and uh, you know she's selling it. She's you know she's showing you know pain and got her mouth open and showing some facial expression. You're showing facial expression, which is a big thing in wrestling. You always show your face. You always show the emotion and the and all that. So uh, yeah, this is a perfect example of what we're what we're referring to. And it's safe because, like you said, you didn't you didn't hurt her in any way. You guys did that all night, and no one ever got hurt. So it was done in a safe way. It was violent, and you know I'm sure people that saw it got a you got a good reaction out of it. Oh, I did. Oh, I did. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I had people running out of the room. <laughs> yep. So That's just, just a, this is just one example of yep. the wrestle horror concept. Yeah. Yeah. 
And like I said, we're going to be uh, doing this the 21st. And to, if you guys want to get involved and join us and work on your characters or just come on and just see what it's all about, um, our link to our page is for Haunt, or for the HauntCon was way too long, so I just shortened it down. <laughs> so it's a bit.ly link. It's bit.ly forward slash HauntCon Workshop. And then you click on that. And then that'll take you to the workshop where you can register for our course or work or, you know, register for our workshop and our class. And then we can uh, go from there and we'll have some fun. And uh, like I said, we'll grow this concept and, and gauge everybody's thoughts and opinions and, and see what goes from there. See if we can't make this a little bit, you know, another little side Avenue for a haunters, you know, something to add to their toolbox. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we're here to help haunters. That's, I mean, part of what the concept's all about, you know, so uh, I hope, I hope you guys can sign up and, and if we sell out, um, I'm sure after HauntCon, we will be developing some information on how you might participate in a future class. Mm-hmm. Um, so keep an eye out for that because uh, we've, I think uh, that come the 21st, uh, we're going to present something that's going to that is unique, but will start to spread throughout mm-hmm. industry to a degree. Yeah, definitely get people, uh, get their attention and get them thinking for sure. Right. Um, and, you know, me, I love the whole violent concept. I'm big. I'm six foot four. I'm about 300 mm-hmm. pounds. Yep. Yeah. And I know, I know for like some people who aren't into wrestling and so they may not, you know, be interested in this because they think that we're trying to turn a haunt act character into a wrestler, which is that we're not trying to do that. I mean, we're not going to put Lucha mask on rest or on characters. I mean, unless they want to, I don't care, but you know, we're not turning haunters into to wrestlers, you know, and, and changing their gimmicks and their personas and their, their attire and all that. We're taking, you know, subtle movements. We're taking showmanship. We're taking moves, and we're adding violence, you know, safely. And just, you know, we're at taking bits and pieces of wrestling and plugging them into the current character that you already have to try because you're supposed to evolve your character every year. They say your character should evolve. And this could be a way it could evolve. You know, it starts getting more ag- aggressive, more violent, more angry, you know, or whatever. Yeah. You know? And you don't have to like wrestling to understand the concept. That's right. the thing. Uh, if you're not, if you don't like pro wrestling, you know, that is your choice. Mm-hmm. But what we're presenting here is something that can help whether or not you, you like it. It's a way to, to show, do physicality again in a safe way that makes it more believable because the goal for me as a haunter, and I hope every haunter out there has the same goal is the suspension of disbelief is complete. They are not in uh, podunk, Arkansas. They are in whatever haunted attraction it is, like for the Dent Schoolhouse. You're in a 1950s decrepit schoolhouse with a crazed janitor and all kinds of creatures running around. Okay. Mm-hmm. It, it's like that. You want to forget, you want them to forget the outside world and they're in their own personal movie. And how they react is based on how you present yourself. And if you can present yourself more violent in certain scenes, it might do that. It might raise that level up for you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's our goal. Yep. I think we've covered that pretty well and uh, explained it. So, yeah, like I said, we're just what, two weeks away. And uh, yeah. So, yeah, we're not, not far off. And we've just got a, 
everything set up. So if you want, you know, like if you want to join us, you want to be one of the eight that we're able to allow in, you know, again, go to, to bit.ly, bit.ly forward slash HauntCon workshop and sign up and register. And then we'll get everything set up and we'll come back on the 21st with it and have a good time. And for those of you that don't know about or, don't, or want more information about HauntCon that aren't familiar with it, all you have to do is go to www.hauntcon.com and you'll find out all the information. And I believe it's free to attend virtually. Mm -hmm. Yep. And even our class, our class is free as well. Right. And let me tell you something. A live show isn't free. <laughs> yep. But for the amount of money you spend, you get a lot. Oh, yeah. So take advantage of this, this opportunity to, to be an attendee. As long as you're in the, in the industry or in an industry that's related, you should, you should have no problem uh, registering to attend. Uh, and maybe you can check out some other education, not just us. Right. Yeah. They got a big other, lineup. Yeah. There might be another thing in there that could help you. So g give it a try. Just check out the website of nothing else. Yep. Absolutely. Wow. Um, what do you think, Boney? <laughs> Boney Baroni. <laughs> uh, my wife will probably call him something like Bob, but she calls the one downstairs Bob. Wait for two skeletons. <laughs> we got Bob and Harvey downstairs. They're full sized skeletons, articulated. Nice, heavy ones. Yeah, well, this one's yours. You can name it whatever you want. <laughs> right. Well, this one's Boney. She can't take Boney away from me because Boney's virtual. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's another thing. I she got me for for Christmas mm -hmm. was a skull. It's it's human size head, and it is ornately carved. It is gorgeous. Nice, very cool. I collect skulls too. There you go. Nothing wrong with that. In my living room alone, I have about sixty. <laughs> In various places throughout the room, I I, I, I kid you not. Mm -hmm. These days we're going to have you and Terry down here and you're going to see what the haunted house room is all about. There you go. <laughs> She'll probably be terrified. <laughs> it's like, I ain't going in there no more. And you live across the street from a cemetery on top of that. I do. And I've got a mirror that when you walk by it, a light activates and an evil clown pops up inside and goes, ha, 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 I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Very cool. And I've got uh, what I've got a painting by Mr. Chad Savage himself, great guy in the haunted attraction industry. It's uh, his version of the Horseman of Death. It's it's just it's macabre. Nice. <clears throat> um, and we got this other really macabre picture we bought from our next door neighbor, and it just fits, so we hung it up there. <laughs> uh, we've got haunted mansion stuff. I'm proud to say I've got a replica of the haunted mansion plaque from Disney World hanging on my wall. Oh, there you go. Very cool. And then I've got assorted haunted mansion stuff. I've got uh, tombstones. I've got salt shakers. I've got uh, glasses and books, Tales from the Haunted Mansion, four of them, actually. Nice. And yeah, my, little, my little podcast studio here ain't nothing compared to your place. <laughs> yeah, well, I can't cram all my stuff into that space. Right. <laughs> All my stuff's in a living room. Right. <laughs> and of course, the bedroom is the Star Wars stuff. So there you go. And I just hung up another Darth Vader last week. 
it's a he's a, it's an infinity mirror shaped like the Darth Vader helmet. Nice. So, but uh, I know that when um, when I do get the second bedroom, I'm repainting it and moving everything in there. That's gonna be your spot, huh? That's gonna be my spot. <laughs> there you the go. Studio is gonna be my train room. I've got trains I haven't played with in a while, and there you go. I can't wait, and I'm just. <laughs> I mean, I hope this entertains somebody because I'm entertaining myself. <laughs> yeah, so sometimes we just got to do it for ourselves, right? Yeah, and, and if you're not entertained, you can gripe at me, meethookjim at gmail.com, okay? <laughs> gripe at him about all his stuff he's got. <laughs> Don't quit babbling. <laughs> problem is I got too much stuff. That's the problem. <laughs> right. I got rid of some of it. Yeah. I don't want to, you know? <laughs> now I'm playing with my camera. All right. Oh, that's not good. All right. People are just going to think I'm nuts now. <laughs> I don't know that boy. I thought anyway, I was the one that was supposed to be sick and delusional at this point. <laughs> no, I'm not sick. I'm just delusional. <laughs> anyway, enough of hearing me babble on. I'm Meat Hook Jim <laughs> with Donnie Hoover. Thanks for watching and listening. We'll catch you on the next show. See you guys. Thanks for listening. Make sure you follow us on all of our social media outlets. Facebook.com backslash WrestleHorror. Instagram at WrestleHorror. Twitter at WrestleHorror. On YouTube at the WrestleHorror channel. And you can also find us on our website www.wrestlehorror.com. <laughs>